Good morning. Welcome to welcome home. Sa inyo lahat, welcome home din sa akin. And uh, thank you for giving us a break. Salamat sa konting vacation namin. We enjoyed. Today I want to get straight into the word of God. Nice kung i magturo sa inyo about having a clear vision for your life. What ito ang talagang foundation. Nangangailangan talaga tayo ng vision, a, a, a direction, a clear understanding of who you are. Bakit ka nandito at saan ka papunta? Anong ibig sabihin clarity? Diba? Something easy to see, hear, or grasp. We talk about having clear waters, clear skies, clear weather today. <coughs> I have to clear my throat. Diba? We clear the table or clear the air. We talk about having clear sounds. I hope ma yung communication ko ngayon sa inyo is clear, malinaw. Ang opposite of clear is malabo, vague, diba? cloudy. Buti na lang yung tubig, clear. Yung ating minds, clear. At nice ng Diyos para sa ating lahat, meron tayong clear vision. Hindi lang clear vision, mismong vision niya para sa ating buhay, para sa ating pamilya, para sa ating mga, mga sa ating kinubukasan. Ang nice ng Diyos is kung anong nakikita niya, yan din ang makikita mo. Naka-align ang mindset sa kanya. That's what the, the, that's why we talk about renewing our mind. It's like clearing up things. Para kasi minsan Dahil sa culture, kung nakikita na sa TV, and just going through life, attitudes, hurts, failures, parang yung salamin na, na nadudumiyan. And we need to clean them para ma- we can see clearly. Sabi nung, Jesus healed the blind. He opened, He cleared their eyes. Sana yun ang prayer natin ngayon. Lord, gusto ko makakita. Kung ano yung nakikita mo, I want to see what you see. Kung anong vision mo para sa family, sa mga situations ko, sa sarili ko, sa ibang tao, I want to see people how you see them. I want to see what you see. And so, today, punta tayo to the Old Testament, the story of Jonah. <laughs> the story of Jonah. You know, see Jonah. He's got a book there. It's only four chapters. Basa inyo na lang yung story of Jonah. But before that, Proverbs chapter 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision... The people perish. Where there's no vision. So we need to have vision. Para hindi tayo mapapahamak. We won't go under the circumstances. We will be on above. Jonah was called by God. Sabi ng God, punta ka, punta ka sa Nineveh. Nineveh was the largest city in the world. The capital of the Assyrian Empire. At sila yung mga nagbubuli kay people of God. Sa mga people of God. They were oppressors. They were very evil. Very violent. Talagang, these are not godly people. They, dis- they, they sacrifice their own children. They, iba-ibang mga Diyosan nila, they are barbarians, they are really wicked, evil people. But God said to Jonah, ang katawagan ni God kay Jonah is maging prophet sa mga Gentiles. Yung iba prophets is sa kapwa Jews, the people of God. Pero si Jonah, naging prophet sa mga Gentiles, sabi ni God kay Jonah, punta ka dun sa Nineveh, and sabihin mo na I'm against them. No? Sabihin mo, against ako sa napaka-wicked ng mga yan. 
And Jonah actually doesn't want to go there. Kasi he doesn't like those people. Ayaw niya sumunod sa Diyos. Kaya ang ginawa ni Jonah, pumunta siya sa dagat, sumakay sa barko, at pumunta sa ibang direction. As if makakatakas ka sa Diyos. As if iniiwasan ang presensya ng Diyos. You know, you cannot avoid the presence of God. But you can try. You know, minsan sa worship, pag medyo bumababa ng presensya ng Diyos, nagiging intimate na, yan, biglang uh, makikita mo yung gustong umiwas. Ay, magsisiyar na ako. Masyadong weird na ito. You know? So they would, because uncomfortable ang iba sa presensya ng Diyos. And Jonah did not want to be in alignment sa gusto ni God. And we'll talk about why. But he went the other direction. Biglang bumagyo doon sa barko. Lahat ng mga experienced sailors, you know, they natatakot na. They were panicked. Akala nila, end of the world na ito. And Jonah was asleep. <laughs> Very unnatural. Nakakatulog sa ganong klaseng bagyo. So ginising siya. Because lahat ng mga sailors, they were praying na. Alam mo yung mga kahit walang Diyos, pag life and death na, nakakaroon ng prayer life, you know? Pero hindi nila kakilala. So, mga iba-ibang Diyos, Diyosan nila, ginising nila si Jonah. Jonah, wake up, wake up. Pray to your God. Baka, you know, they will help. And then, nalaman nila na Jonah was the one who somehow is partly responsible. He's the one responsible sa bagyo. So, nagsap nila, sino ka? Anong ginawa mo? Ba't ganitong malas na? That's how they thought. Jonah said, well, I'm a Jew. I worship the God who created the, the, the sea. And, and this is all my fault. Sabi nila, bakit ginawa mo yan? Because he, he told them, inamin niya, I'm running away from God. He said, why did you do that? Imagine, ito mga godless people. Sila pa ang nag-correct kay prophet Jonah. Not a good example, right? And, and Jonah said, and they, they said, what should we do to you? Sabi ni Jonah, tapon nyo ako sa dagat at maliligtas kayong lahat. Ayaw nilang gawin yun. Eventually, wala silang choice. So tinapon nila si Jonah sa dagat. He started drowning, but God's grace. God's grace. He, God is a God of second chances. God sent a fish to swallow Jonah whole. Hindi siya nasaktan. He was able to breathe inside a big fish. And for three days, nandudun siya. You know, this all parallels, if you read the New Testament, Jesus said, there will be a sign, it's the sign of Jonah. Mismong siya, he will go into the descent. If Jonah went into the belly of the fish, into the deep sea, Jesus went into the belly of the ground, the grave, and went down, down, down to hell to bring us salvation. Now, Jonah was spit out, the fish vomit, and Jonah went out on dry. This time, the word of the Lord came to Jonah again. Sabi niya, punta ka sa Nineveh. This time, sumunod naman si Jonah. Nag-preach siya doon sa Nineveh. Ba, talagang nakinig ang mga tao at siniseryoso ng mga tao sa Nineveh. And from the king, na-convert. Na-convert siya sa faith in God. Nagsisi, nag-declare sila ng fasting, no one will eat. And we will repent of our sins. We will uh, pray to God and hopefully hindi mangyayari yung destruction na prinamis ni Jonah na mangyayari sa 
Nineveh. Kasi ang sabi ni Jonah, 40 days, mamamatay lahat kayo. Eh nagsisi, nagfasting. And God heard their prayer. Nung nagrepent, nung nagchange yung mind nila, and they acknowledged the one true God, hindi nangyari yung destruction. And God did not let anything happen to Nineveh. And that made Jonah angry. Nagalit siya. Kasi ang ano niya is, si anong classing prophet ako? <laughs> Nanako ako, hindi naman natupad. Wala, you know, people might think I'm a, I have no more credibility. So probably he feels he's losing face. Or, you know, maybe he just doesn't like the people of Nineveh. Ayaw niya na maligtas sila. Gusto niya kung ano yung punishment na deserve nila mangyayari sa kanila. And that was what made Jonah so angry. Sabi ni God, ba't ka nagalit? Is that, is that right for you to be angry? Sabi niya, yes. Then Jonah was waiting and hoping na mapapahamak sila. Biglang nag-grow sa kanya ng plant for shade. So he felt happy. There was a shade. Doon siya nagtambay. And then a worm ate the plant. And just like that, overnight, namatay yung plant. Wala na siyang shade. E galit na galit siya. Have you ever been angry? And then, kahit na mga malilit na bagay, small things lang, makes you more angry. You know, maybe something serious made you angry sa umpisa, but then later, kahit malilit na bagay, you know, I mean, just somebody put your shoes in the wrong place, and then hindi mo mahanap yung susi, or the weather, something malilit na bagay, na that's what happened kay Jonah. Simple things, a plant. Sabi ni God, ba't ka nagalit sa plant? As if nagmamalasakit ka sa plant na yan, pero don't I have the right to be compassionate to hundreds of 120,000 people in the city of Nineveh? And that's how the story of Jonah ends. With God giving second chance, not only to Jonah, but to Nineveh. And I believe also to us. And we need to see how Jonah, yung kanyang vision, yung kanyang uh, perspective niya of life and people and God malabo. And we can learn sa maling pagtingin ng, ni Jonah sa situations. We can learn how to correct our own vision and makaroon tayo ng clarity of vision in our lives. It says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 that your eye or the, the, the way you see things, it's a lamp that provides Light. Okay, what is light? In the Bible, light represents truth. Everybody say truth. Do you want the truth? Can you handle the truth? Okay. Your light, your eye, ibig sabihin, yung pagtingin mo, how you see things, your vision, your perspective to the circumstances, this provides this is a lamp that provides you truth for your body. And when your eye is good, pag maayos, proper, correct, yung pagtingin mo, when your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. Punong-puno ka ng truth. But if your vision is poor, your whole body is full of darkness. And if the light, yung katotohanan na hinahawakan mo, that you think is true, you think you have life, you think you have truth, if it's actually darkness, kung mali ang akala mo, 
ang paniniwala mo ay hindi naman yan ang katotohanan, then what happens is grabbing lalim ng darkness na yan. If light is truth, darkness is deceit. Deceived. Malabo. Vague. Hindi clear ang vision. So we need to, first of all, in this topic, I want to say change how you see. Change how you see people. Change how you see other people at work, classmates, your family. Change how you see that, that vendor sa market. Change how you see people then sa daan, sa palengke. Jonah saw people in Nineveh as the enemies. Bad. Bad yung mga tao na yan. Wicked. Godless. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, sabi ni Paul, we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Ano human point of view? Yung natural. You know, kikita mong taong dyan, maraming tattoo, may hikaw, you know. So, oh, parang ano, worldly. You know, or kaya, you know, hindi makadyos, wala, rebellious. Or makikita mo yung tao na, you know, may, may chicks. You know, ah, babayro yan. O may hawak ng, may hawak ng, ng beer. Ay, lasinggero yan. So, you know, whatever is yung ating unang conclusions about people. Sabi ni Paul, we stop evaluating people according to the obvious or the human way of seeing things. At one time, we even thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. I see Jesus. Ayan, yan, mahinhin, namatay. Hindi siya katulad ng Superman o mga iba pang Marvel na heroes. You know, namatay siya. The human perspective of Jesus is he's a weakling, you know, walang babae, walang kotse, you know. And the, the human point of view kay Jesus is yung mission niya failed. But you know, it's not that. We know in a different perspective, yung ibang perspective, we see Jesus as the king. He was successful to remove your sins. He is the highest authority. He is not weak. He is mighty. So you see, it takes a clear vision to see Christ. And then it says, this means if anyone <laughs> is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old life has gone, a new life has begun. So sabi ni Paul, see people differently. That if they're in Christ, magbabago yan. Makakaroon sila ng bagong buhay. Isa siyang bagong nilalang. So pag makakita ka ng criminal, kalalabas sa kulungan, ay, pag tanggapin si Jesus yan, makakaroon siya ng buhay na walang hanggang iba. So you see them differently now. Yung mga tao na kala mo, they're really bad, mga drug addict, or mga criminal, mga whatever. So kung ano yung background nila? You don't see them from human point of view. Start seeing the potential in them. Jonah saw Ninevites based on their evil deeds. But God saw them as hindi, ni, hindi nila alam kung anong ginagawa nila. It says, God says, they don't know their left from the right. Remember, nasa cross si Jesus? 
And ang prayer niya para sa mga nag, uh, pumapatay sa kanya, Father, forgive them because hindi nila alam kung ginagawa nila. And you need to see people as candidates for salvation and grace. You know, every person you see, kahit na anong ginagawa nila, maybe they're a corrupt official, maybe they're a you know, worldly rock star, porn star, ma, uh, you know, masama ang mga sinasabi nila. Whatever you could see people, just imagine they are a candidate. They're a potential for salvation. They're a potential recipient of God's gift, God's grace. Kahit yung mga napakasamang tao, even, listen, even your, think about it, your enemy. Come on, you got one of those? You got an enemy? You got someone that hurt you, persecuted you, your abuser, the one that was unfair sa'yo? Even that person is a potential. That person is a candidate for God's grace. Galit si Jonah. Sabi niya, just kill me now. I would be better. So, not depression, a suicidal pa. Sabi ni Jonah kay God, just kill me now. Because I would rather be dead than no credibility, than losing face as a prophet. But we need to see people as savable. <laughs> savable. Letter B is that we need to see people as needing. They need something that you have. You don't need something they have. They need something that you can give them. They need salvation. They see them as needing and even they want it. What do they want? The good news. Somebody say good news. See people as needing the good news. Huwag mong i-assume lagi na, ay, hindi tatanggap yan. Ay, hindi, hindi maaring maging Christian yan. Napaka, ano, malayo. Malayo. Hindi niya, bag, hindi bagay yan sa, sa loob ng simbahan. You know, don't see people that way. See them as what they need God. They need Jesus. And actually, they want it. You know, Jonah saw people for their wrong de- do- deeds, but God sees people who they can become. Start looking at people differently, who they can become pagkatapos na yung work ni God sa buhay nila. Hindi, hindi, siguro hindi na imagine ni Jonah na if these Ninevites will receive God, maybe they will stop persecuting the Jews. Maybe they will invite people to, to live there and work and have, you know, maybe their lives would change and their, yung pagtrato nila sa mga Jewish people will be better. For whatever the reason, we need to be willing to share the good news to people. Because they need it. And you'll be surprised. They probably are just waiting for you to invite, to tell, to offer. Hindi mo akalain na, you know, tingnan mo si Jonah, tulog siya sa barko. Diba? And all the sailors there, ito yung mga hindi people of God. Ito yung mga sailors, diba? Mga mga navy, ha? They speak. I don't know if, it, if you... But they have reputation of being a... What do you call that? Cursed like a sailor. You know, they, they, they don't speak. So, But guess what? 
Jonah was not sharing the gospel with them sa umpisa, but later on, inintroduce niya si God sa kanila. Sabi niya, I worship the God who created the, the seas and everything. And you know what? Lahat sila nag-convert. Nag <laughs> at first, they were praying sa mga iba bang Diyos-Diyosa nila. But later on, they were praying to the one true God and offering a sacrifice to the one true God. Na-convert. The unlikely people changed their whole faith and began worshiping the one true God. And even the king of Nineveh na-convert. Kahit na gano'n ka lousy yung pag-preach ni Jonah, bad attitude, you know, parang out of compliance lang, na-deliver yung message ni God, pero wala yung, wala sa puso. You know, he was hoping that walang tatanggap, pero tumanggap sila. Just shows you, God, this is letter C, you know, just be willing to run towards the pain. Be willing to run toward the pain, not away from it. Minsan, makikita mo mga tao na they're hurting, na diskrasya, they're sick, they're poor. What? Then, excuse me, oops, uh, iwasan ko. Punta ako dito sa may maayos na mga barkadahan. Ito yung mga happy-happy. Ayoko doon kasi nakaka-depress. May mga problematic yung mga yan. And you, sometimes we just avoid people with problems. Someone has an unsolvable financial problem, you just avoid them because baka hihingi lang naman yan. Or maybe they have a sickness, you know, and you say, oy, kaka-depress, nakakalungkot, iwas. Parang punta ako dito, mas eh, sila, magsisini yan, doon na lang tayo. You know, and sometimes we just have a tendency to run away from people's pain. But God is calling us to run towards the pain. Run towards where the hurt is, where the brokenness is, where the suffering is, where the darkness is, so that we can be the light, bring the healing, deliver the benefits, usher in the salvation. I wish I was not in this family. Because napaka-dilim sa inyo. Kaya nandudun ka bilang ilaw, liwanag. So, just be, see people differently. Be willing to run towards the pain. Then, you know, become expectant. Expectant that God will use even you. Be expectant that God will use you to redeem people's lives. You know, um, document yung mga stories of salvation. Document your yung, yung benefits ni God sa buhay mo and tell this to other people. Wow. Are you still there? Is this a lot for you? So how are we going to see people? Ibay natin how we see people. Change how you see other people. And secondly, is change how you see yourself. Tingin nyo ako, listen. The way we treat others comes from how we see ourselves. It's always a reflection 
Pag jealous ka sa kapwa na, you're so jealous. Alam mo kung saan galing yung jealousy? On, it comes from how you see yourself. You're threatened by something. You don't want that relationship to go away. Things like that. So it's, it's coming from, you know, pag galit ka sa, ta- sa tao, it's telling, you know, akala mo it's all about the other person. Pero actually, yung galit mo na yan, galing sa sarili mong frustration, selfishness, mga hurts, fears, guilt. So actually, when you treat other people, impatient, it's all about how you actually see yourself, how you feel inside. Kasi nag-re-reflect eh. Kung ano yung pagtingin mo sa sarili mo, lumalabas yan sa pagtrato mo sa kapwa. So we need to change how we see ourselves so that we can, sabi ni Jesus, love, and this was the old covenant, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, of course, no one can fulfill that commandment because you don't love your neighbor because probably you're not really loving yourself. You feel inadequate. You feel low self-esteem, critical, judgmental. Parang si Jonah. Kaya gusto niya talaga mamamatay ang mga Ninevites. Gusto niya mawasak yung buong city nila. Bakit? Because deep inside, yan ang pagtingin ni Jonah sa sarili niya. He also felt he deserves to die. Kaya sinabi niya, itapon niyo na ako sa dagat. Alam mo, hindi galing sa Diyos yan. Walang sinabi ni God sa, sa kanya na you have to die. Wala, jump. Wala na ganyan. Sarili niyang self-condemnation. Jonah felt condemned. He felt unworthy to be the prophet, to be the, the used by God. And ang manifestation ng kanyang maling pagtingin sa sarili niya was he was hateful and angry to those other people. Listen, if you do not see your own identity, kung hindi klaro ang iyong pagtingin sa sarili mo, at hindi mo nakikita yung tunay na purpose mo sa buhay, anong mangyari? You will not be willing to undergo the process that will bring you to your destiny. Alam mo, lahat tayo may magandang kinubukasan sa Diyos, sa, sa God has a great plan for your life. He has a destiny na hinahanda niya sa'yo. If your parents wanted something good for your life, better future, how much more your Father in Heaven is planning a great future for you. He's, he's out to bless you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. But that destiny, you don't just snap your fingers and you're there. There's a process that brings you there. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, undergo the process. You know, you know there's a process. Halimbawa, gusto mong maging doktor. May process yan. You don't just wish that you're a doctor, then boom, doctor ka na. Wala, may process yan. But kung hindi, hindi mo ma, matitiis ang process, kung hindi mo nakikita yung purpose, Example, kung hindi mo nakikita yung purpose ng marriage, 
hindi mo makikita yung destination ng puntahan ng marriage mo niyan, pag may pagsubok dyan sa marriage niyan, gigive up ka na, susuko. Ayoko no. Ayoko. Hindi na to katulad ng honeymoon natin. Ayoko na. Alam mo, you will, you will not have the patience, you will not have the, the commitment to undergo through the valley of the shadow of death, this process that is bringing you to your destiny. Why? Because malabo ang pagtingin sa sarili mo at sa identity mo at sa purpose mo. So we need to change how we see ourselves. Sa totoo lang, si Jonah, you know, probably ang pagtingin niya sa sarili niya, failure. I'm a failure. You know, why can't I be like the other prophets? They have a good job. They're doing lang sila sa domestic. Ako sa international. Tapos, Assyria pa. Ako ang taga bigay ng message sa mga ka- kaaway natin. Bakit? Di, di ba pwede ako doon sa, sa capital, sa hometown? So probably ang pagtingin niya sa sarili niya, failure. But actually, he had a gift. Jonah was a gifted missionary prophet. Imagine people were converted. <laughs> Kahit gano'n ka palpak ang kanyang, you know, mission, God still used him. He converted all the people on the boat. He converted the whole city. Nakaroon ng revival yung city of Nineveh. And it just means that God can use, let her see, God can use anybody. It's all by grace. Letter B is, I am what God says, or who God says I am. And I have what God says I have, and I can do, can do what God says I can do. So pag sinabi ni God kay Jonah, you can go and bring the message to Nineveh. Then he has it. He is a prophet. He has a message, and he can do yung pinapagawa ng Diyos sa kanya. And I'm telling you, my friends, I don't know how you see yourself. You know, pagdating sa church, baka you put your good clothes on and put makeup and everything. But deep inside, hindi ko alam kung ano yung tunay na feeling or tunay na pagtingin mo sa sarili mo. But I'm telling you, you probably need to change how you see yourself and come into agreement with God about you. What does God say about me? Before I left, I preached a message, God, how do you see me? How does God see you? Lovable. For God so loved the world. God sees you as you know, you might think, well, I'm not lovable, but God sees you as you're worthy to be loved. He wants to love you. Don't reject that. Wang mong i-block, receive. Agree with how God sees you. God sees you as acceptable. God sees you as forgivable. Wang mong, don't disagree with God. Like, I'm, not, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm so. No, stop. Wag kontrahin. Wag ka kontrahin si God. God sees you as capable. 
Everybody repeat it after me. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. I can do what God says I can do. And number three, change how you see God. Read this with me. I cannot see myself clearly until I get an accurate vision of God. Sinajako ito, but I want you to know that I preach this message backwards. Do you know that? Because I started with change how you see people. Then I said, change how you see yourself. Because, kung ano pagtingin mo sa sarili mo, that is where it comes from, yung pagtrato mo sa iba. You will only treat other people properly if you see yourself clearly how God sees you. Then you will see other people properly. Pag self-condemned, guilty, angry sa sarili mo, Yan ang magiging pagtingin mo sa iba. Galik ka sa sarili mo, parang pinadamay na yung mga ibang kasama mo sa bahay. When in fact, really, it's not about them. You're just guilty with yourself. And then, nagahanap ka ng outlet para sila ang may blame. And then actually, you cannot see yourself clearly until you first see God Clearly, it always starts not with how you see or how you treat other people. Nagsisimula sa how you see God. God is the author, the beginner of our faith. The author and the finisher of our faith. You see, when you see God clearly, malinaw ang pagtingin mo sa Kanya. And not just see God through the religion or through the tradition or yung, yung knowledge lang patungkol sa Diyos. Pero you see Him, you experience Him in a real relationship. Malinaw. You know Him for who He really is. Then, you can see a clear vision of who you are. Only once you see who is God, that's the time. Makakaroon ka ng tunay malinaw na pagtingin sa sarili. Self-image. And then, it will overflow with good fruits, good behavior, good attitudes sa ibang tao. Right thinking produces right living. Truthful pagtingin sa sarili will produce good fruits in your life style and your relationships. Now, Jonah's view of God was actually wrong. Prophet nga, marami siyang alam na scriptures. Nagsuserve siya sa Diyos. Pero sa totoo lang, makikita natin sa story nito, mali ang pagtingin niya sa Diyos. He should have known that God doesn't really want to destroy Nineveh. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, God is patient with you. Not wanting, sabi, anyone, not wanting anyone to perish. But actually, ang nice ng Diyos is people to change their minds about Him and receive the gift of eternal life. 
Now, Jonah knows that intellectually. Alam ni Jonah yan. Because in Jonah chapter 4, verse 2, actually, nag-quote si Jonah, Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. Verb, verbatim, word for word, yung, yung sinasabi ni Jonah kay God is repeating word for word a Bible verse. And sabi ni Jonah, you know, I knew nung hindi natupad yung punishment sa Nineveh, sabi ni Jonah, I knew you would do that. I knew. Oh, alam niya. And ito ang sinabi niya. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God. Ito, Exodus 34. You are slow to anger and abounding in love. A God who is eager to forgive and relents or nagbabak away from sending calamity. So alam ni Jonah in his brain. Alam niya yung scriptures. He knows the Bible verse. Pero he didn't really have a clear view of who God was. Wala siyang experience or encounter with God. His vision of God was unclear. Thinking, ito yung, this is actually what Jonah thought about God. That I can become on good terms with God through my good works. It reveals yun talaga ang pagtingin ni Jonah sa Diyos. Good people should be saved. Bad people should die. Good people will earn God's favor, blessings. Bad people deserve punishment. And I know today some of you have that same view of God. And it's hindering your life more than you know it. Because the only way you'll be able to feel good about yourself is when you see the truth about God. And then it overflows to your relationships. Tingnan mo, si Jonah, mali ang kanyang pagtingin sa Dios. Kaya he said, I deserve to die. Itapon nyo ako sa dagat. Mamamatay lang ako. Bakit? Kasi ang mentality ni Jonah, if you do wrong, you should be punished. You should die. And I've done wrong. I'm not good. I'm bad. Gusto niya mga taga Nineveh, mamamatay? Because that's really how he sees himself. And why does he see himself like that? When in fact, nakakagulat eh, alam naman ni Jonah na you could be forgiven. He quoted the Bible verse that says God is forgiving. God is gracious and loving. Ayaw niya mapahamak ang mga tao. Alam niya, bakit hindi nagdasal na lang si Jonah to calm the storm? When in fact, he knows God would forgive. Why didn't he just pray, Lord, I, I, I sin, can you please stop the storm and save us? No, gusto niya, ma, ma, manghihirap siya, sacrifice, give more works. I'll just sacrifice myself para maligtas yung mga yan. Yan ang magiging offering ko para somehow kung sacrifice ko ang sarili ko, then God should 
give me the favor to save these people. Yan ang kanyang pagtingin. You know, let me tell you something, friends. Romans chapter 10, verse 3 talks about people who brings to God a righteousness of their own. It says that they don't understand how to receive God's approval. So they try to set up their own way to get it. And they have not submitted to God's way for receiving His approval. Jonah refused to accept and believe the good news. Listen, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 says, Come boldly to the throne, and this is a throne of grace. It's undeserved. Okay? So when we come to God, we come boldly to the throne of what? Undeserved Undeserved what? Grace. Grace. Everybody say grace. grace. That we may obtain, not attain. Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Friends, this is a throne. Throne, di ba? Upuan ng hari. Jesus is the king. So, lalapit tayo sa throne of God's grace. And that is a throne not of performance. So, you do not come to God with your own way to receive God's approval. Naakala mo, my performance, now God will bless me. Because I've been a good boy, good girl this whole week. Yan, malakas ang loob ko mag-church. Church ako, dala ko ng Bible, dala ko ng, ng tithes and offering. Uh, thinking that God will accept you because you've been good. It's good to be good. I hope you're good. But I hope you don't come to the throne of performance. Thinking that your good performance entitles you to favors and blessings and acceptance from God. It's not a throne of performance. It's a throne of grace that you don't deserve. And you can never deserve it. The next thing, this is the other extreme. It's not a throne of judgment. That you've been a bad girl or a bad boy all week. And you did some sins. And you did not read your Bible. And you did not pray. And you cursed. And you uh, lust. And you steal. And you lie. And then you think, ito maling pagtingin sa Diyos, na you think that dahil sa mga kasalanan mo, hindi ka qualified na lumapit with confidence to that throne. Because ang akala mo, ang pagtingin mo na mali, is that's a throne of judgment. The more lalapit ako sa Diyos, i-judge niya ako. So that's a, that's a fear. On the one side, the throne of performance gives you self-righteousness. The, the throne of judgment gives you fear. Iwasan ko na lang si God. Next week na lang ako mag-church kasi ngayon hindi ako karapat-dapat. Ganun na mali ang pagtingin. It's a throne of grace. It's not a throne of judgment. It's not a th- now, jo- now, here's the thing. Jonah, galit siya because ang, ang pagtingin niya sa Diyos, it's a throne of 
performance and judgment. And he's a prophet. He's been working for God, serving God. Tapos, maliligtas na yung mga taga Nineveh. Parang yung prodigal son, yung prodigal son, di ba? Yung, yung, yung older brother, galit, ayaw pumasok, ayaw makisaya. Because why? He was working so hard. Sabi niya, all these years, I served you, dad. And now, his father is just giving away for free what he worked so hard for. Kaya ayaw niya na ma-bless yung kapatid niya. Ayaw niya maki-dance, magsaya. It's a throne of grace. And if you have a hard time forgiving people, kung hindi ka na madaling mapatawa ng mga tao, it's because you yourself do not feel forgiven. If you have a hard time loving someone, it's because you don't feel loved because you see God's throne differently. Pag maayos na yung ating pagtingin sa Diyos, magiging maayos din ang pagtingin sa sarili. Makakaroon tayo ng malinaw na vision, na purpose, na identity sa buhay natin. Before you can get a vision of who you are and why you're here, dapat maintindihan mo kung sino si Jesus at kung anong nagawa niya para sa iyo at kung sino ka ngayon dahil sa ginawa niya. It starts with God. It starts with Jesus. Then His view. So the application, very quickly, is to ask the Holy Spirit to clarify the truth to you. Clarify the truth. Jesus said in John 16, 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. We need the spirit to clarify. We need the Holy Spirit to give us revelation and not just information. Submit to God's vision. Let her be submit to God's vision of who you are, other people, and even God Himself. Sabi sa Mark 4 and 11, now is the time. Here comes God's kingdom. Repent and believe the good news. Friends, God is a God of second chances. Ako'y naniniwala nagbibigay siya ng second and second and second and second chances. Kay Jonah, nakaroon siya ng second chance to obey. Sa mga taga Nineveh, nakaroon din sila ng second chance to receive the good news. And God is giving you and me another chance today to clarify our thinking and trust in the truth. Maaring there's two kinds of people here today, maybe. Letter A is maybe you're the one who's been doing evil. Baka walang nakakaalam, pero in your heart, you know na nakakasala ka ng consistently, maybe not trusting God, not obeying God. Masasabi ko sa'yo, it's hindi totoo na God wants to punish you. Hindi totoo yan. God does not want to punish you. He's not willing for you to perish. Hindi binawi niya ang kanyang intention to bless you and give you a hope and a future. He just wants you to change your mind. He wants to give you another chance to start over again. 
Kaya siya nagpapadala ng someone to bring good news. He wants you to let Him save you. Would you this morning, would you let God save you? Yan ang kanyang specialty. Kaya ang tawag sa kanya, Savior. Huh? Let Him save you. Let Him do His job. Let Him forgive you, wash you, cleanse you totally from all of your sins without payment, just as a gift. Or maybe you're here this morning and you've been very religious. You know the Bible verses. You know the Christian lingo. You have it in your mind. But it's only by name, not experiencing God's grace. You're not experiencing His mercy. And you're thinking a lot about other people's sins. Maybe you think that they are so bad compared sa performance mo. But really, pag ganun ang pagtingin sa iba, it's because deep inside, you probably still are carrying some guilt, feeling unworthy of your own sins. But God is inviting you today to the throne of grace. Not the throne of performance. The throne of grace. He wants to use you powerfully despite your performance, despite your disobedience. And God wants you to succeed. God did not call you to fail. He will make a way for you to succeed just like He did Jonah. Successful maybe in a way that hindi mo na predict. But I'm telling you friends, don't try to control your own life. Don't try to plan your future base sa akala mo, sa gusto mo, sa pagtingin mo. Come into alignment. Submit to God's view. Come into alignment with God. God's will is best for you. Hindi siya magbibigay sa iyo ng burden. He will give you blessing. Obey Him even when no one is looking. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you're a God of second chances. We receive your grace and your mercy. Salamat po. Lumalapit na po kami ngayon to the throne of grace. Not judgment because of our disobedience and not a, not a throne of performance where we bring our self-righteousness. We just bring to you our humble heart saying, thank you for saving me. Clarify, Lord, let your Holy Spirit, I pray, to, to teach us truth. Kung ano yung mga tradition, kung ano yung mga maling akala that clouded our minds. Lord, show us. Turn the lights on so we see you for who you really are. We understand this throne of grace and we can see you and how you loved us and how you saved us so that we will see ourselves pure and transparent for who we really are. Hindi basi sa, sa sinasabi ng may ibang tao, hindi sa performance, but who, that we would see ourselves through the lenses of Jesus Christ and His righteousness. Thank you, Lord. And let it overflow into our lifestyle, into our relationships, yung ating mga, yung pagtrata sa ibang tao, so that we will not be jealous and insecure and angry and hurtful, but we will be full of grace and truth 
because you gave us a clear vision for our lives. In Jesus we pray it. Amen. Amen.